Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host, and with me, as always, is my main man, Sal. How's it going, everybody? I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Uh, now, as you know, Sal does not like to use his full name. It's easier to say Sal. It just rolls <laughs> off the tongue. I just you know like how to that goes. With you about that, because <laughs> like I told people before, I like to call him Mondo. He doesn't like that. So it's Sal know. rolls off the tongue so easy, you and, know. And so does Mondo. But that is a, an opinion. It's yeah. not a fact. Okay. You know, it, it, it's a preference. It's, it's, a, it's a preference. It's a preference from my friends and family. You know, the, the my army brothers call me Sal. Army it was brothers. just easy. Yeah. You know, and the family, Mondo, but Sal is so much easier. You know, just yeah. gets out. So there I'm not family quick. now? No. No. no it's, not even a little bit? No, that's what I'm saying. It's choice, man. It, it's not a family choice. member? All right. I get it. I see how you see me. I, I see it. All right. I see you as Wolf. Hey, everybody does, brother. Hey, so let's get into this. Let's get down to business. Uh, the last episode we left off, the last thing we talked about was gargles, but the, yeah, the interview, the house, man, the house. The okay, house. yeah, the that's, house. That's that, still... that was my brother. Um, you interviewed, uh, yeah, Diablo. I Diablo mean, about that. this house. I I can only imagine what you went through, and we hear about people having these experiences like this all the time, and you hear about them, and that you know, you're like. Wow, that's crazy, man. But you were experiencing them things. It happened to, For me, to this us. thing, yeah. I'm talking to I'm talking to a guy that it was it happened to. I mean, that takes it to a whole nother level. So I mean I, I was just I'm blown at a loss away. for words. There's just no way. I'm bl- definitely blown away. Well, the wheels were turning, like I told you. I've been having a hard time sleeping after hearing all this stuff. And then the guys came on and a lot the corroborated. Process. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and you of amazing. course being being able to talk you know, in depth with everybody. Um, let, let me let me yeah. plug the email real fast. Doswolfman88 at gmail.com. That is my email. D-A-S-W-O-L-F-M-A-N 88 at gmail.com. Send me a message. Give me your story. Uh, I have a lot of stories that I've collected. Every time I've gone on uh, a show, I've always gotten uh, inundated with messages and stories. And speaking of which, one of the things I wanted to touch on before we get any further into the show was the Wendigo rake debate. Because yeah, that, that's, I am uh... still, you know, here weeks after getting being on 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 uh, Dogman Encounters, I'm still getting this uh, debate. They're saying it's a rake, it's a Wendigo, folks. I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to lay it down for you. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Oh yeah, let's hear it. All right, here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't know what a rake is. When I went on to the show. I was. I know what a rake is. It's a, it's a garden. Yeah, it's implement. something that you use to. to t- <laughs> it's a garden <laughs> tool, you, you know. To clean up your yard. <laughs> I am not an old guy, but yeah. I'm not a young guy, and so I got some young people saying it's a rake, it's a rake, and I'm like, okay, I think I've heard of that, but I wasn't 100 percent sure. Right. <clears throat> so, what I did was I did a little research, of course, and and I found out that it was that that rake name. Is is actually the name of what could be an actual creature. the The name Rake is some sort of creepy pasta name. Yeah, that's, but I've never was... seen that show or anything, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah, all I know is that that's where that name came from. But the people that I've talked to about this creature, they don't know what it's called. They didn't know what it was called or had a name for it. Except and the so Native Americans. The Native Amer- yes, and I have Native two American or three friends. of them that I'm friends with, and that actually one that I'm personal friends with, or two I should say personal friends with, and then three that I'm friends with through social media. And I I I was uh, confronted by them, not confronted like, hey man, but they, they asked you. No, about they it. they came to me and they said, hey Wolf, do you know 
what that is, it sounds like a Wendigo. Wow. Now, one of my friends that's Native American, he is not from the north but he's married to a female that is oh, his she's wife Mono- is- yeah she's menominee oh, okay. and so she said that that sounded like a wendigo and i talked to my other friend who's chippewa indian and uh-huh. he said that that's a wendigo yeah uh, a white sort of translucent creature with the skinny arms um All that, that looks yeah. like it needs to eat more protein and work out <laughs> definitely definitely you know? needs to do some sort of like working out did a little too much uh i think on the treadmill is what yeah happened. definitely a lot of cardio not enough weight not, en- you know? <laughs> not enough weight <laughs> but all in all man it, it but, sounds but- like as far as the name's concerned i i I would. I'm of the position with the Native Americans that mm-hmm. it's a Wendigo. Wendigo. But the, as far as naming it, I would say it's just a generational thing. The young kids they listen to the creepy pasta stuff. I didn't even know for the longest time what creepy pasta meant until my 17 year old yeah, daughter. And you explained you it to also me. enlightened me. Um, my nephew kind of enlightened me, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I did yeah. not. I actually. <laughs> so, so depending uh, on what pasta, generation I have heard, you I had heard are, of yeah. it over and over again. Uh huh. Um, just like I heard the name, yeah, you know, creepy pasta. But the only thing I knew about it was that it was a show, and for some reason, I had this idea in my mind that it was like a cartoon kind of thing. I, but <laughs> I'll be honest; I thought it was some kind of dish that you shouldn't eat yeah, because I it's going to creep creepy, you out. You creepy know? pasta. You're going <laughs> yeah. in there and you're eating the creepy pasta, yeah. like the anti pasta, but you're eating the creepy. <laughs> yeah, one. it's it's something you do on Halloween, maybe eat the creepy <laughs> pasta. I don't know, but I, uh, no, it, it's like I said. I think it's a generational thing. Younger people will call it absolutely the rage. So, so what we're talking about here is this this uh, Wendigo creature. Um, I'm going to do a brief rundown of what I was told by two different people that I think are a little better authority on it than I am. It is a creature of myth, but myths are grounded in some fact. There is a kernel of truth. There is all a that kernel myth. of truth to that. So they what they believe is that this creature is a cannibal type creature. That it was yes. a man at one time, and it gave itself over to the darkness. However, they achieved it through black magic, ritual ceremony, or through just uh, sheer, um, just whatever, uh, evil. But it is akin to the Skinwalker. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, the Skinwalker is a different legend. Yes, yeah, strictly Navajo It is Nation. a different legend, and I do believe that that is further south. Um, yeah, southwest, the Navajo west, southwest Navajo. But this creature tends to be a northwest uh, to midwest. Yeah, or further up in the, the further you Canada, go north, even yeah, yeah even that Canada, was yeah. one of the things that I was hearing was that it was. So what this creature does, I guess, it um, lives in the woods and will devour you if you go or, out there or and anything that gets in its way, basically. Yeah. That's all I know, and so yeah. I don't have that problem because I'm not tromping around in the woods up in the, in the whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I get out there now, every Armanda, chance you, I, you I get, get. You go out there because you're crazy. That's, well, that's the fool. That's what I've been told. That's the, the rumor. First, it's not the first that's time. That's just the rumor. That's alleged that he's crazy, folks. I I'll don't just really say know. no comment to that one. I will yeah. not, you know, plead the fifth on that one. I, I just that's, that's that's the rumor. I've heard things. Yeah. I've heard things. I've heard you're a crazy man. You know a guy that, <clears throat> you know a guy that knows a guy that told you all about me. It's not true. It's not true. Yeah. All if you don't have video or picture or sound, it wasn't true. Well, it's like never that, happened. Like that little jerk Deion Sanders <laughs> once said, he said that if, if there's no laundry on the field, I didn't pass interfere. <laughs> all, 1994 NFC Championship, he was holding Michael Irvin's arms behind his back. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a Cowboys fan. If you don't like it, I apologize not because the Cowboys are the greatest football team ever and we get screwed on a regular basis. But I will oh, say wow. this. Whatever your team is, it doesn't matter. You're all welcome here at the Paranormal Roundtable. Oh, yes. And you're welcome to uh, uh, you know, get a hold of us and say, hey, 
It was a rake. It was a shovel. It was a tool. It was a, it was a, a garden hoe. From Black Lagoon. We don't know. It's whatever you want to say it is and want to believe it is. That's what it is. Perception yes, you- is whatever your perception is, and we will accept it because Come that's to fine. your own conclusion. We don't pass judgment. What we do, though, is tell stories. And I got some. Sto- I got some stories. Hey, now, okay, the way we do the you show, got dude, stories or something? I got. I got a story. Let me. I've All heard right, some things. I've heard things. Look, here's what I got. Now, what what we do on the show here is <clears throat> Armando likes to talk. Um, Sal. Likes to fact check some of my stuff, kind of like going back and harass my witnesses and make threats. I'm just kidding. It's, it's I'm a just joke. kidding. It's a joke. He doesn't do that. No, what he likes to do, though, is kind of say, hey, what are we talking about today? And I'll tell him briefly that we're going to hit this this topic. And, and what you do is kind of go in blind, actually, and you listen to the stories. So a lot of times these stories, you're hearing them for the first time. Oh, yeah, that's actually um, about 80 But some of them, though, of the you time. are in on them. But there, I have a couple for you today that you aren't privy to. Until now. Until today. Hey, until I'm right ready now. for this. This is definitely yeah. Christmas coming early. There we go. What, so you do know one of the Dogman stories, but I will tell another one. You do oh, know- uh the truck well, driver. as soon as you start, oh uh, yeah, well, the one about the truck drive, I love that one. You got to tell that one. Yeah, that that was that was really when, when you listen to that. I wouldn't want to be the truck driver. I'll just tell you. You that know much. what? If you go back to the archives of Vic's show, and and I always reference that because I was on that show so many times. I don't know what episode it was, but I got inundated with 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 messages about that from that guy up in Quebec in Canada. Oh wow! Um, the 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 lumber the the timber people that were doing the, the oh the, the, trees. the loggers the loggers yeah and and the thing that climbed up onto the uh, truck oh yeah while they were sleeping and while they were sleeping and his his <laughs> friends were asleep and they were like you know and this thing was trying to get in frantically trying to get in trying to pull pull the window down. That's kind of what this one sounded like. Similar, and, and yeah, definitely. Very similar, similar very similar. Well, hey, so, man, share um, it with us. Let's yeah, hear let's it. get started. We'll get started on that. And and like I said, if anybody has a story, I'm going to plug my email one more time: doswolfman88 at gmail dot com. Give me all you got. Yeah, send the stories in. We like Al Pacino, we'll get to them as fast. Give me as we all can. you got. I'll take it. All now, right. um, I did. I did get a little feedback about my voice. Uh, somebody sent me an email and said that my voice was very plain. So I don't, so I was thinking. To each their own, brother. So today I'm going to do the stories in the voice of Optimus Prime. Oh, hey. No, I'm just work. kidding. We're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, I apologize if you don't like my voice. I'm sorry. It's it's so plain. But uh, anyways, we're going to get into this story. The first one we're going to talk about now, this guy. The truck driver, right? The truck driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he, this is a good now, one. Now, he's actually Native American. I got it from uh, his, his nephew. Nep- his nephew who wasn't actually technically related to him, but he said he's like my uncle, and he told him this scary definitely story. Definitely a father figure in his life. Yeah, definitely somebody that he was. He feels strongly. This person told him the story. He gave it to me. Now, he was driving a truck, uh, a big truck, and what he did was in New Mexico on the way home. Uh, look, I should just start with um, he was on his way home from his, you know, dropping, from the dropping off the load. Yeah, but he still had the trailer because it was just he he dropped off the the goods and he yeah. was heading back. Empty trailer, got Empty it. Empty trailer, and he pulled into, for all intents and purposes, what sounds like a an abandoned area. There yeah, I think is if you rem- if I remember correctly, a truck stop there. That's yeah, abandoned. that that was no longer working. So defunct truck stop. Yeah, you can that imagine people would pull into because the next, I guess, the next station or whatever or rest stop, rest whatever stop is. Yeah, free. yeah. so. Instead of going to the next station or whatever, the next uh, rest stop, um, and I'm actually kind of just 
throwing that in there because he just said instead of going to the next town you know, or wherever yeah, next, he was next going, place over. I guess. Um, I guess he. I mean, judging from the story, it, and, and it's I've a place it, where truckers pull in. And, yeah, you know, a big time. It's a truck stop. I mean, for yeah. all time. But the one he stops at was no longer working. No longer. Just the working. parking lot was there, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. that's what I understood from the story. But yep. I don't want to tear it up for you. Keep you. You okay. do it, man. So, anyways, yeah. this guy pulls in. And uh, he had a dog with him, as as the the story went. He had a red bone hound, and like uh, I, we talked about that, I, I don't love even those. Know what that is. I love uh, Kentucky red. Apparently, bones. Armando knows what that is. I had never, I, I don't know what a red bone hound is, but he oh, said he had a hound with him that always traveled with him, and that it was in the cab, and he was asleep. So what happened was he heard a noise, like a howling noise, coming from one side of the property. And it actually woke him up because the dog began to whine as he heard this howling. When he wakes up from the the, the dog whining and the howling, he wakes up. The dog is kind of uncomfortable, freaking out. He thought at first the dog wanted to use the restroom. And then he heard the howling and he realized that whatever that was, was making the dog uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, Fido don't want to use the bathroom. So he sat there for a minute (laughs) thinking, you know, well, that howling was very unsettling. He feels something bump his truck about about a minute after the, the initial hearing of the howling. Oh, wow. And the, the trailer, it kind of shook it. And that now he said there was me. no wind because I did message the guy back and he got back and we went back and forth. And he said that there was no real wind that, that could have made it happen. So the man gets out of his tr- of his cab mm-hmm. with with a pistol. He did carry a pistol. Well, and a yeah, a lot of truckers do. Cause- a lot of truckers do. Um, some don't because they can get in trouble. But as far as I, I understand that. But, I mean, anyway, the guy goes to the back of the truck and sees that the truck is still closed. Then he hears this snarling type sound on the other side of the trailer and then he books himself back into the into the cab. So he gets was- in the truck and he starts it up and he's getting ready to leave and then this thing, the way he described it, a wolf-headed type creature, that was the exact way he worded it, jumps onto the passenger side and the window is just rolled down a little bit and it starts to put its fingers through that the, the window just to push it down and it's got its head right up against the glass and I, and I he said that it was a terrifying looking creature, but wow. when I asked for a detail, he went back and he asked his his uh, uncle whatever and told him that it didn't it wasn't like snapping and barking and growling, it was just staring at him just with its mouth kind of hanging open. Right, right. And he said that it was gray and in the moonlight it was grayish white. There was there was white and gray fur. That's really interesting, but when you think about the area that this happened to him at, I mean, the coyotes are generally in in that area in the southwest, the New mm-hmm. Mexico area, West Texas, all this stuff. Coyotes are generally that grayish color like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. When I was, you know, in the military and we'd go out and train at uh out at the National Training Center in near for, uh Fort Worth, Fort Irwin, California. Mm-hmm. Lots of desert out there. We'd see the coyotes always run around the trash, and the color you just mentioned—that's that's exactly what you know they were. That, that that color. Well, this individual was is Native American, mm-hmm. okay, and did say that that from Arizona, he's Native American, and did say that he believed that that was a skinwalker. Now I asked his uh, th- this guy if if why he thought that, but he said when he was pulling out. The thing didn't get off the truck right away. Like he got onto the road before it jumped off of the truck and let go. Whoa. But he said that he saw it in the mirror and that it had uh, wolf legs. 
the legs did look, uh, I guess that you would say lupine. That's my word. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, upper body was, but he said that it that was kind of thin, and it was, it was, it was about seven foot tall. He would estimate. Yeah, that sounds. You that's know, why I guess you know that's why him being Native American, his instant thought was Skinwalker. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but I, mean, I don't think that was a Skinwalker. I think it was a dog. Now, man. judging by the description, I would be inclined to say that that sounded like a dogman, possibly a juvenile, just because, you know, you have all these people that have the experiences with these big, eight to nine footers, and so when you're talking about one six and a half, seven feet tall, mm-hmm. yeah, I, a full grown one. If if the if you say the average is eight to nine feet for a full-grown male. Uh, and that, now, I will say this, and you know, not, to, seven, not to, to disagree with you, but yeah. I don't remember many stories, especially in, in Texas, but this wasn't in Texas, yeah. but in Texas and in, in, in specifically getting more than seven and a half, eight feet. Really? Most of the ones around here I've heard, except for the one that we got from Ernest yes. that we talked about on uh, Dogman Encounters 247, yeah. Where he claimed that there was a uh, between ten to twelve foot yeah. alpha well, he, male. But see, but that was the alpha. He's yeah. the big dog, you know, for lack yeah. of better words. I, I, w- I would imagine that there would be, some, but most of the pack would probably be smaller. Yeah, because he's the big dog. So yeah, I, my guess, I, but I would still say juvenile, possibly very young adult, just just kind of grown into it, but hasn't really filled. That's why out. it's not real big. Yeah, but still, that's now. now there's a debate in the dogman <laughs> community. Also, I, I hear this all the time. I try to stay out of it. I do. I try to stay out of all the conflict. But I do hear that they there's people that believe that the dogman there is um, a debate. I guess you should say. Whether it, there's government created ones that have these big oversized heads that they call fat heads, yes, and then there's what they call a gungui, yeah, the, which is the, like they have normal human sized legs and it almost looks like a cross between a uh, kind of like a baboon, a, a bigfoot gives you the well. The, there, now there's a, a now I, now after that show, right? I did get some feedback about the Dinopithecus. I think it was oh, the Gigantopithecus. No, no, no. Dinopithecus is something else. It's a giant baboon. That's the first time I've heard that word. Yeah, it's on my Facebook. Go look it up. You're not doing your research. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. I don't Uh, don't do social media hardly at all. (laughs) I'm just messing with it. It's too irritating. No, no, no. There there is somebody on there that posted that about the Dinopithecus. I'm going to have to check it out. Check it out. It's a giant, but because the story out of Mason County. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our Mason County is this dino. Pithecus, you have it. Our, our Mason County. We don't own Mason County. Well, Texas. About? We're Texans, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, but, fool. Wait, just, <laughs> where you been, fool? Yeah, I just made yeah. the connection because, you know, the Dogman story from Mason County. I thought You're talking about, we're County. talking about Vic's show. Yeah, yeah, that there, story. On 247 yeah. Dogman Encounters. Yeah, yeah, I heard that one, but but this dino. Somebody that I, I that's a new angle for me, posted on my man. Facebook the picture of the dino Pithecus yeah, as just opposed put to the size of a human being. I just had to put this... I need the link. Okay, yeah. And so somebody posted the picture, and this thing was like seven foot tall. You know? Yeah. The, the, and, yeah. And I'm talking like hunched over. It was oh, seven wow. foot tall, yeah. Oh. But the thing is, the, 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 those creatures don't don't appear to be comfortable running on two legs. Like, this thing seemed to have huh. gotten up and moved on two legs a little better. Wow. Um, I, that You know, I've got to check it out. So, again, I need the link, brother. And with that said, let's get to the next so story, I think there's so many man. weird things out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do know that there's like- Shakespeare, was supposedly it so more things monkeys. under heaven and earth that we, could po- that we could possibly know? Yeah. Yeah. He said that. And um, you're paraphrasing, of course, right? Oh, well, yeah. I'm not gonna, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, let's get into Horatio, the next story, Horatio, Horatio, now we're not going to get into it. Anyways- <laughs> 
yeah. So one thing I was gonna say, I have another dogman story for you, and this one you don't, I haven't told you. Oh, you don't okay. know the story. I am ready. Um, not even a little bit of it. I, I and it wasn't a huge long encounter. There were two of them I wanted to go through real quick that I got. One guy uh, lives up in Michigan. And everybody knows Michigan Dogman is. Yeah, there's a lot of sightings and a lot of stuff up there, up there in the Michigan uh, Dogman. Guy said that he was getting ready for work, walked outside, going to his truck. It was it was uh, early spring. It was still cold. Yeah, well up there, and he sees <laughs> this creature what looks like behind his truck t- uh, squatting, what he thought was a giant dog or wolf using number two. <laughs> And, and so dropping off a special yeah, package. he thought that it was it was he was like wow that's a big dog he sees a snout sticking out from the back of the truck he walks up and this thing pops up you know hops just stands up yeah and like just stands there looking at him and he said it was about six and a half feet tall which makes me think that um maybe it wasn't fully grown possibly yeah i I would be of the position that it's a juvenile 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 dog man and that this thing was was uh just stood there looking at him he could see its breath coming off of it he knew it wasn't a an illusion or a spirit or anything it was a real flesh and blood creature and he backed away and this thing got down on all fours and ran the opposite direction from behind his truck. I would too. I mean, this thing. And then he up. he waited until daylight because he said it was early in the morning. I should have said that that it was like you know early in the morning and it was still dark. So yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> and described it said it was grayish brown. Wow, with a white looking face. That that right there. I, I mean, I would have done exactly what he did. I had slowly walked up. I would have probably. You know, had a Charmin moment and walked back in the house like he did. I asked him about the scat, and he said that he didn't see anything. He did not. He looked. He did not see it. Wow. It seems like it sounds like it was possibly heard him moving around his and house. And this was out in the country, he said, about waited. two miles outside of town. Oh, wow. You know, he's. So, yeah. And and so that 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 story there was, was uh, I, th- I thought I'd throw that one in there. And then I got another one that was in Louisiana. Home of the Lugaru or Rugaru, as the case is called. Rugaru gonna get you. Yeah, all that stuff. Rugaru gonna get you. Now, now, now all that stuff. And the, 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 I love Louisiana. I got lots of friends there in oh, the yeah. land of crawfish boils and alligators. I go there regularly. I like to go to Louisiana. It's not real far from here, but I like to go to Oklahoma too. Yeah, that's you know. I like to go to New Mexico. I like all the states around that's us. Around us here in yeah, Texas. I, I wish yeah. they could all be annexed into Texas and just become. One big, yeah, one Texas. big Texahoma, Kansas, the, all that, yeah, Louisiana. Well, That'd a, be awesome. I got a name. New Texas yeah, yeah. I got a name for that. <laughs> we got yeah, a, that. They'd be. It would just be New Texas. New Texas. There you go. New Texas. So if if you're from Oklahoma, Arkansas, New Mexico, or Louisiana, you now belong to us. Just letting you know. Well, we oh. have adopted you. We are. You're now part of the New Texas Empire. So anyway. The one thing I was going to tell you about this encounter, though, it was another truck driver, and it was in the land of the Lugaru, and and it was, I have about four different uh, in t- times I've heard this before. One of them, my own grandfather and grandmother. Yeah, you've told which that I believe story I, on Vic's I told show. that on Vic's show that they saw something on the side of the road that looked. Well, it's, okay. Yeah, it's heavily Th- This guy was there. driving um, near Baton Rouge. Uh, Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, and he saw. What looked like a hyena-looking man is the way he wrote it, hyena and looking? that it was like p- 
pulling something um, like roadkill, what oh. looked like roadkill, a carcass. Uh-huh. From from the edge of the road into the woods, and that it when when from a distance he looked like it was down over it, but maybe the headlights were disturbing it, so it stood up and pulled it into the swampy area and was gone. Wow, that and a he sight. saw that, and he said that he was with another person in the truck, and they both oh, saw. So, it. Whoa, that's and it looked like a hyena. He actually said that he could see spots, what he thought were spots on this thing. Oh, that's so. How, what do you make of that? I don't know. He said that's... it had a short snout. You know, there's there have been reports. You know, I've listened to a lot of uh, YouTube videos with encounters and stuff, and some people have reported some of these. You know, their dogman encounters. Of course, that's what they get classified as. But you know, it's I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, let's let's think about it. We've got all different kind of breeds of dogs. Mm-hmm. Some with short snouts, some with long snouts. You know, so well, you know what? One thing I, I still haven't not the seen dogman. or heard of at all ever, not even once, is a wear poodle or, or, <laughs> or a dogman that looks like a poodle or that has a poodle style haircut. I'm still waiting on that. But, well, you know, and, and that's not making light of anybody's encounters, folks. No, the, we're the not. people that sent me these encounters, I don't want them to think that I'm I'm a. No, we are not making fun. We are not making fun of you. I've seen one of these creatures. If, if this is your first time tuning in. Um, I was 15 years old. I saw one, and I can tell you right now, it's not a. It, 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 when you're up close, like I it's was, it's not pleasant. It wasn't a pleasant thing, and so I would much rather have been up in a big truck that I passing could by battle from. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, <clears throat> if somebody sees one and they send you something that say that you know, hey, that's awesome. I, I'm just blessed in the way that I'm glad. I should say that people heard me on Vic's show and that they're comfortable giving me these stories because. I appreciate it. Please keep them coming. I, I, I'll, I'll sift through as many as I can. Um, now, a lot of people don't realize I was ill back in uh, in November, December, and I had I had some problems with my health, and so I lost some of my material that I had gotten. With people were sending me stuff, and so I've been frantically messaging people over the last two or three months, getting them to send me their stuff, and it's it's been good because I've gotten people say, "Hey, I didn't have an encounter, but I know somebody who did." Oh wow! And sometimes you got to go through two or three people, but I'll get to it. Oh yeah, I'm like that bloodhound. I'll sniff out that story. Hey, you know? that red bone, you bet. I'll sniff out that dog man. I'll no, tell you that's what. it. Well. You mentioned, you know, you're asking me if I'd ever heard anything about hyenas. And this is this is a story I got from a friend of mine. A, a, a hyena dog? Yeah, man? a hyena-like dog story. and, and when Dog he, man or dog? Dog like- man. Well, the way he phrased it, he just said hyena. Now, I was already listening to dog man encounters, and I'd heard a lot of them. I'd heard your show and everything. And he just told it to me, but he framed it. You sure he's not? Is he from Texas? Yeah, he's from Texas. Are you sure he's not talking it. about a hyena? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no he, he is a, he's a good old, good old, uh, you know, that's a different, small that's town a different country boy. I mean, you know, but um, his story anyways, he received several accounts from people that he knew because he used to live up near the Abilene, Texas area. Oh, yeah. Outside I, I of that. I used to live out of Haskell. I did a story on go. the show it's about the wide open out Haskell. there. It's rural. You know, so a lot of people don't realize that Texas is diverse and, it, it, you know, the, the regions. But out there, you're basically at the doorway to West Texas. It's yeah. like the, the doorway to West that, Texas. That is Northwest Texas, folks, but it is more it is, or less. Everything west of there gradually becomes more and more desert. Yes, it does. Well, to get to the story... The stories, nothing but but over here where we're from, it's woods. Yeah, we we've the the, we're in the scenery woods. changes the further you go east. But to get to the story, 
he it was very short very brief and he we were just discussing fishing you know the normal stuff small town country boys talk so what about. happened tell me that tell me this because the story is, is this is that he had been telling me that i live up in this area near the abilene you know and he said i've had people tell me people that i know tell me that they've seen hyenas what look like hyenas running alongside hyena them. animals like they're, they're well that was the best that was the like best. a zoo you go to a zoo and see yes, an african that's, hyena that's the way he made it sound yes oh but i was thinking Near abilene yeah but i'm thinking this was in the rural areas because he lived outside of the town the only thing that came to mind to me is i know if there was a loose hyena from the zoo that would have been out on the news you know because it's an animal from the zoo got loose warned gotcha. the public but these were there never i researched to see if there had been any type of um hyenas gotten loose from the zoo up there and nothing i found nothing in the newspapers you know going back as far as i could go nothing found and so the only thing that came to mind i didn't mention anything to him i didn't say anything other than like oh wow that is really amazing that that's just mind-boggling i you know that was my answer but the only thing i could think of was could this have been one of those a hyena looking dogman because he said it was the people said it was big they well, could see its back over the doors of their trucks the back would be about even with the big. window yeah that sounds like a prehistoric animal because i mean i know that because of the bearing straight that there were animals that faded out during the pleistocene era right and and we still to this day get reports of these giant because hyenas did live in in this area uh, during the Pleistocene era, and so I, I believe that's correct, and and so they they shared the territory with dire wolves and saber tooth cats. I leave cats, it up. I, I leave it up for debate. I would I would lean personally. I would lean more to the hyena looking dog man it, because the story. You Did they just ever got, see them go on two legs though? That's how you know. No, he didn't ever state that. I because I get lots of reports, uh, Sal, of of animals that are big, giant, wolf like creatures. There was yes. a girl up in Massachusetts that sent me a story. I interviewed her, um, and it was it was massive, big, and it was up on, but it, but but it was it never got on two legs. It was on all fours. Yeah, it was on all fours, and and it, and it got up as high up as the as over the hood of their truck or whatever. Wow. So yes. that was crazy. Well, there's story, that video but on I YouTube. Never, but I never got around to her ever could. She never yeah. could tell me that it was on two legs, which doesn't really. To me, that qualifies it as being a dog man and not just a giant dog or dog or just wolf in general. You know that that the. I would say the 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 jury is still out on that. I would be inclined to lean your way that it's a dog. Giant man. hyenas running around. That's there's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked on a, on a previous show about giant uh, cats. Yeah, um, the, know, the black panthers. The black also. panthers, and now and now those are in Central Texas and and down in East Texas. They're they're real. There's a bunch of them, and we well, hear you, stories all the yeah, time. Yeah, if but you think about the hill country, I mean, you don't have people traipsing up and down the hill country all the time every day. You know, I've got family members that three of them, their brothers, and they swore up and down to me they saw a black panther out near where their uncle lives. How? Where was? Where is this? At? This is this is uh, in uh, up near Comanche County. Oh, Comanche County, yeah, absolutely. yeah, and it's rural out That's there. That's further know. north too, from here. Yeah, about two hours north. Two hours, yeah, I would say. But but it, now, I got a story. That's funny because near Hamilton. Yes, yes. It's, near it's, ha near Hamilton, I have a I had, had a story, yeah. and 
Um, if I remember correctly, there was somebody that, that I had a weird, creepy skinwalker type story near Waxahachie. Oh, wow. Near Waxahachie, yeah, yeah and, and that whole, but and, and I don't know yeah, what to make that. of that. It was like, I can get into that one day. I got that one, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you about it, then we'll throw it at you folks on another show. But that, but Definitely. right now, that story near Hamilton, um, the guy was hog hunting, because if anybody knows, here in Texas, everywhere you go, there's hogs. We got they're, feral hogs. They are, they're horrible. What they are are these monstrosities that they've bred with. Um, the javelinas, the javelinas, yeah, the razorbacks, boars, and so in Arkansas they call them razorbacks. Here we call them javelinas. They're a little bit different, you know, but the uh, the domesticated pig gets out and it, and it it does what it does. It breeds with these other uh, hogs and they just the become thing, a yeah. nuisance. So this this guy's out there bow hunting. Oh, okay, yeah, bow hunting That's a hog normal. is a dangerous. Uh, yes, it is, especially with those big old tusks. That is that a grow. dangerous thing, and so but anyway. He found something wholly different. He did not find that. What he found was what we were talking about, uh, a black cat. Oh, wow. And he was up in, up in a tree stand and was, was, was going to try to- He was trying to get a shot on it? He was going to try- No, not, not a shot on a cat, but he was mm-hmm. trying to get- He was looking for hogs and, and was going to try and like, you know, see what he could do. Uh-huh. And, and that too is, a, is, a, is an art in of itself. Just yes, to, it just is. Just to get down there and shoot with a bow- I, I tell you what, I, I've shot at hogs uh, near in Lockhart uh-huh. off of a porch oh. <laughs> of a friend of mine. There's so many of them out there, you could just shoot at, at his aunt's uh, place. But it's a dangerous proposition, folks, especially a big boar. If it's angry, and, and, and it and it they're very smart, too, believe and it or not. And them. They will come at you. So this yeah. guy, luckily, he was going to get up in the tree and just nail it with, with arrows, but still dangerous. He sees this black, shadowy-looking thing come out of the corner of his eye. And the next thing you know, something's clawed the tree and climbing up it, quickly moving toward his tree stand. He Ooh. leans over the side. He sees – he didn't say it was great size, huge cat. Uh, you know, he just said that it was black, solid black cat. Wow. And he looked right at it, and it looked at him, and it, and it – I think that it was maybe trying to surprise him, <laughs> trying to get to him pretty quick. But he went over the side, and when he leveled his bow at it, he had a clean shot right at its head, and it just kind of stopped, looked at him, looked down at the ground, and kind of judged, you know. He told me the story face-to-face, you know, this oh. is a friend of mine. And so he said that the cat jumped down and disappeared, and he was like, holy crap, that was a black, solid black. He said that it was probably a little larger than what, you know, you would see our cougars are out here. Yeah. We have cougars around here. They're all over. Cougars, mountain lions, whatever mountain you want to call them. Want to call them. But, but that, he said it was probably bigger than that a male cougar would be. He's seen a cougar, too, out there before, but not like that. Now, folks, what this cat is to me, if it's not one of these oversized ones that I hear around near Hoxie, this area that I was talking about the other day, those, I, I, I think, are they're black panthers i guess you could say but there's some sort of mutant (laughs) okay but there are black jaguars and jaguars have been known to uh come this far north yes yes they to central texas and it's not unheard of for them to be uh seen and so what these things are is solid the melanin i guess in their whatever it is the fur whatever Mm -hmm. that's the right word melanin yeah yeah it's that's that's the the pigment or whatever it 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 makes them solid black, but if you look at them real close, there's like actually spotting on them, but it's just real faint and it's black, but those are Jaguars. Jaguar is the third largest cat in the world behind a tiger is in the tiger is the, is the largest than, than the second is a uh, lion. The third is a Jaguar. Jaguar is the third largest cat. So that's why I think what he saw was a Jaguar. And then I think that it was 
bigger than the average cougar. That's why he said that. The reports of black cats in Texas, as far as I've known, I grew up around Comanche County, Brown County here in Texas, and, and reports of black, big black cats, i.e., that's how everybody calls them black panthers. That's the that's the normal that's the normal verbiage used to describe those. I, I've heard of those for the longest time. I've heard of them since I was a child. Yeah, it, it's it's for the, when the you talk to the normal you talk to any normal country person around these these small er, these small rural areas, and you you reference black panther, you're probably gonna find somebody that's got their own black panther I, story. Now, I got I got I got a panther possible panther dog man story if you want to hear it oh yeah um a friend of mine lives out in a, in a small it lives in a small town outside of my hometown you want to give that people go running out there and messing with it but mm-hmm. i was out there one night um with my wife and we were listening to what my friend believes were these dog man creatures oh interesting people from my where i'm from they don't call them dog man they don't know what the heck a dog man is they say wolves and they and they call them mutant wolves just like they talk about the panthers they call them mutant panthers they don't know what they are but he said that these these creatures that run around on two legs they can get on two legs as he said that they're wolves and and i've talked to him uh, about four or five years ago about this and then about a year and a half to two years ago i went out there when me and my wife first started seeing each other i took her out there and we were out there listening and he told me now i didn't hear the roaring whatever the 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 cat but he said that on several occasions he heard a you know if anybody could hear that i'll do it again you know that i'm just kidding i don't know how it sounded he tried to give me like the best you know and and, and it it wasn't very and i'm not forthcoming with it either but (laughs) yeah my cat impression is terrible but anyways this thing roared, and he said it sounded because he said it when it bounces out of that hollow there, mm-hmm. you know, that it sounded like uh, a woman screaming like a rawr, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he said he heard what I what I heard when I was out there, which I believe was dogmen howling, yes, and signaling one another. Now I didn't hear mm-hmm. the cat when I was out there, but I did hear two or three dogmen. What I believe was going back and forth. And I, I described it to two or three dogman researchers that told me that is absolutely what they think it was when I described it to them. From what they was experienced. It was not, we couldn't, we tried to get some audio from it, but it was too far away, but we could hear it. Oh, and you could hear them in the, in, the, in the woods and they were going back and forth. And this guy claims that he heard a, like a panther. That's what he thinks it was. Oh, wow. His wife claimed to have seen a panther in that area, one of these big mutant panthers, and she said that they're she they think that they're fighting over the territory over there. That wouldn't that surprise me. It was roaring with that with that screeching roar that it does, but it's just you know he said that 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 he and she both said that it was louder than what you would normally hear, like a normal panther or cat is a normal size one. Yes, and that the dogman creatures were were they were yelling back. Oh. And that this went on for an hour, two hours, whatever, and was supposed to get me some audio, but when we listened to the audio, it was real faint, you know. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really make it out, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. He's a country boy. He drives an old Ford. 
And that right <laughs> there tells you everything about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm a Chevy guy, but you know what? I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to get in the Ford Chevy debate. If you want to drive around an aluminum can, that's up to you. But anyway, th- he drives an old Ford, and he doesn't have like high tech equipment to go out there and be like, "Oh, I heard that." You know, yeah, it's not his thing. It's not know? his thing at all. And so he heard this, and he he was cool enough to tell me, "Hey, Wolf, if you want to check it out one day." So I did. And, um, I appreciate that you doing that for me. And so anyways, we listened and it was, it was pretty crazy, dude. Like I heard, uh, the, you're going to have to take me out there sometime. Yeah. And, and so um, it's crazy. And then I have a cousin that doesn't live too far down past that. And uh, of course I talked about him on one of Vic's shows and some of the problems they had with the cattle and some stuff going on. But anyways, that whole region right there. But they claim that there are panthers there, too, that are large, very large. I have gotten two or three reports out of these things. And I do have, I don't know if we have time. Let me see my my time guy here. The director here. Let me see what we got. Okay, so we got time. We got time. I'm going to tell you this story. I don't want to get too far out there. But I got two cat people stories, if you want to get into that. Cat people. That's a new twist. Yeah. Yeah. now I'm not talking about a, a a a lady that that lives alone that has 50 cats. I'm talking <laughs> not the about, crazy cat lady. I'm not talking about the crazy cat lady that everybody knows in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is cat people that actually can stand up on two legs and walk around. And I'm not going to sit up here and sensationalize it because this is an underworld. I'm not going to say that these cat people are out there fighting the dog people and they're killing each other. I'm just saying that they do share a territory or an adjacent territory that that is what I've been told and kind of what I figured uh, with my own kind of coming up with my own um, thoughts about this. Yeah. Now, in that same area, it's probably 15, 20 miles from that spot. I'm not even going to give the spot because then everybody will go, you know, that whole region right there, folks. I got a story from someone. They were driving back through a county road. I talked to this person face to face. This was probably five or six years ago before I ever even started doing the, 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 show? the shows. Yeah. And they told me, they looked at me dead in the eye. They said, Wolf, this panther, black, solid cat, leaped across the road. When it got across the road on this county road that they were on, okay, it stood up on two legs, pushed brush out of its way, and then went like, you know, yeah, and like it had arms, human arms, and that the ears, though, were, were a little more cropped looking um, the way they described it. And I kept pushing. I was like, are you sure it wasn't like canine? He goes, no, no. And and he had a friend with him, and that friend wasn't there at that time. It was This was at a catfish uh, fry or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, no, absolutely not. He goes, this was a cat that jumped across the road and it stood up on two legs. He said, I was going about 30, you know, those winding curves out there. Can't you go too know fast that. on. So that was a story that uh, he gave me. And I was like, wow. And I was, I was perplexed because black, solid black and, and, and feline, you know, well, the only question that comes to mind for me is, did he get a look at the tail? The tail. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That is a good, thank you for bringing that up. That was one of the focal points that I asked him. I was, I was like, you know, later on, we were just, we're talking and I said, look, did you see the tail? You know? And I, I, like I said, later on, well, I went back, you know, and I asked him again, (laughs) 
you know and i said look are you sure because he's like he's like i am positive man and he talks like that for real oh <laughs> well, he's a country boy well a lot of people from around here do I, uh, folks let me tell you something i was raised the first 15 years of my life out in the sticks and then i lived in the barrio after that so if you figure <laughs> my he's, dad my dad good. is white my mom is brown okay or he's or got hispanic, a he's got a wonderful mix of all i that got a mix on. yeah but my mom's actually very light-skinned <laughs> but she's still hispanic and and you know the thing is I have experienced the worst of both cultures. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. No, I, I lived down the country, <clears throat> and I did. When I first came to Austin, Austin was a lot more cosmopolitan, a lot more uh, modern than, than my hometown. <laughs> People in my hometown are like, hey, man, and when you say, what time is it? They're like, why are you worried about that? You know, <laughs> Here in Austin, everybody's in a hurry. And they're like, hey, what's up, you know? And everybody yeah. talks like that. So I trained myself to lose that accent. So I don't really have... Uh, an accent. Now I, I got I got a a message from a guy one time, and he said, "You're the only Southern host that I I can listen to, or you know, when, that when he I can talk. understand because because I go on Vic's show, and he says I like you because you don't have that Southern draw. Now me, I, I you know what? I don't mind the Southern draw. I'm from the South, and I, and I no no, no I you're worked. from Texas. I'm from Texas, but I have a Southern talk. We we, we talk, have a Texas draw. Well, Texas has a Southern to it. And, and no no, so, no no no, we're Texas. That's what you say. I've I say never that we're met. still part of the that. The, <laughs> It's southern. It doesn't matter. But the bottom line is, we don't have. uh, We have an accent. Some of us do. I'm not going to lie. Yes, we do. And some Texans talk very southern, very country. And so, and so, like I have over the years, just kind of lost that accent. Yes. But as a kid, I did. And now, funny thing is, when I was real little, like little bitty, I actually spoke Spanish better than I do now. Well, it's a matter of practicing and stuff. I lost a lot of my accent over. I lost my accent over all the time I spent in the military meeting people from all over the country and everything. You mean you didn't always have a Texas draw, as you call Not it? Not as bad as I got it now. So it just be, wow, so you developed one later in life? That's no, weird. it came back. Oh, okay. I had it to begin so with. So you lost it like, like, like. While I was in the military. Pretending to be a Yankee, probably. No, oh, no, no, gosh. never, Shame never. on you. <laughs> Shame on you. I guess, yeah. you know what, and I guess your favorite food is not chicken fried steak now. No, it's just a good T-bone steak. That's horrible. You you know what? Get out of my house. You know, get out of my studio. I'll tell you what. Okay, folks, let's get back to point here. The tail of this creature, yes, was absolutely feline. Wow. He, when he described it, he was very adamant that it was a cat, and I'm going to get back on point here. There's another story I got. A uh, guy was in a barn, and something had taken a couple of his, uh, I guess you'd call them ewes. Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah, the lambs, whatever. The sheep. And sheep, and he had had a couple of them get snatched up, and his one of his brother's friends was out there helping him, guy that was his brother's best friend, I guess, and he worked for him. And he said that at first he didn't know the guy that well, so he couldn't just take what he said as the gospel truth Correct. about it, but he said, I saw a black cat snatch up one of these and scale a fence. Well, that's not unheard of. No, no, you know? it's not. They're, they're strong but enough to do that. He said that it climbed up it with its arm, with like almost like human-like arms. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, and and now and like I said before, I've touched on on the fact that that there were reports of these things when I was on Vic's show, but Vic's show focuses on dog man. Yeah, you can't call that and, a dog man. So we don't. <laughs> no, on this show, we're gonna we're gonna bring it to. I'm gonna lay it down, like like what it is. And this thing was a cat thing okay cat man or whatever when i talked to this guy he told me because because the, the first guy that saw it go across the road he said dude in this area that, that that's not uncommon and oh, he put really? me in touch with this guy yeah and then that guy put me in touch with another guy so that's how i ended up getting three stories so let me get to this one 
And the, the, actually, that, that other story, there's more to it that I need to go back and talk to him about. So I don't want to lay that one down until I got the whole, the whole the full 411. Yeah. And so what happened was this thing uh, snatched up a, a lamb and, and it climbed up a fence. And so the way it was described to me was like it was in its mouth and yes. it, it used its arms to climb up it, but not like the paws. It was almost like hands. Yes. So when my friend, uh, we'll call him Rick, um, he, when Rick heard this, he was like, what? Like this guy, like, what is this dude's deal? And, but, you know, I told him, I said, Rick, didn't, haven't you heard the stories, the legends? He's like, yeah, I thought that's what they were. And I said, yeah, I thought it was all a legend too until I saw a dog man when I was 15. Then I realized that these stories aren't just There's stories. something to them. Something to them. Like you said, the kernel of truth. Yes. And so he said, yeah, well, I figured it out. He said, I, I saw this black, he said, I was, it was broad daylight. And one of these things came that ran right through the barn from one side to the other. And that this thing literally came out the other side on two legs. Like he saw it, like from a distance, he was coming back up to the house. And when he saw that thing, he gunned it. He was on a four wheeler. Uh -huh. Like I said, everybody has a four wheeler. And when he saw this thing, it went through one side of the barn and out the other on two legs, and then it, it ran for several feet on two legs and then down on all fours. And it was black. Whoa. <laughs> so you tell me. And this is this is that 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 worker that, that Rick No, had. Th this was oh, Rick. This, Rick this, saw this it time, too? Yeah, he saw oh, it. Oh, whoa. And, of course, the worker said, see, I told you. Oh, this yeah. Is not, um, this is not a normal cat. I mean, it is odd that it's black cat anyway, but th then it's a black cat that can go. Uh, on two legs. On bipedal. Yeah. yeah. So that story was odd. That was weird. And then the whole, uh, that whole area being inundated with reports about that, you know, and so. I've always known that that area was was spooky and weird. Um, there's another story from that same region about a bull. Oh, that's A bull that is actually a phantom, and I will tell that story right now. Um, this is kind of a, 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 what do you call it, like a myth or an urban legend, so yes. to speak. But if you listen to episode 55 on Vic's show, and I'm keep referencing it because I did make a reference to this individual I talked about his family on episode 55, I believe. Yes. He claimed Maybe, that yeah. he was driving along and a bull. Um, this is the only person that I've ever heard that actually saw it. I witnessed it, but I've, I've had people tell me the story that in that area, same area we're talking about. Yes. That there is a phantom bull and that it, we don't know what it is. We just know that it's really, really large and that it's black. And it is a bull with big horns and that it will come out in front of the road. It will stand in front of your vehicle. And there have been reports uh, from, from, from people, like I said, most of it secondhand from what I've heard, my dad's generation in particular, that this thing will bow its head and, and swipe its horns at your car. Oh, that's... And there have been several people that just were like, oh, no, a bull, and they went to stand on the brakes, and they they swipe, they go off the road trying to avoid, avoid it. Avoid it, yeah. Yeah, but then there's others that claim that they went right through it. Oh, that's... Now, the odd thing is that they, they can hear the horn and everything messing with its the, their, their bumper, and then people have claimed that they've seen it go off the road and then just kind of, poof, it's gone. 
they can't they even if they try to look in there they can't see and it, it ha- and, and, and uh, everyone says the same thing that has red eyes no oh. it's solid it looks no, no solid. i'm saying after it goes into the woods it no just, it doesn't it, go into the woods it just walks off the road uh-huh. and then poof disappears oh completely. like it vanishes wow now this guy that told me his story um he did tell me that he drove through this thing like he, he drove through this thing and i've known this guy since i was like 13 years old um a friend of mine's dad oh my god and he told us he, he he's like i drove right through this creature and he's like it was a black bull i was like oh no and i tried to stop but he didn't say that he said something else but he said oh no i tried <laughs> to stop and he went right through it so god. you tell me what you believe what you think i don't know he looked me dead in my eye and told me that story and um yeah i'm inclined to believe him he hasn't really told me any fantastical tales you know it was just he's a not matter the, he, of fact guy yeah yeah he worked as a butcher for years um yeah so, he's I not mean, the kind of very, uh, he would know bulls he would know cattle <laughs> yes but he did say he said it was a gigantic black bull and you know and i didn't ask him to specify what kind of bull he thought it was i just know that he said it was a the bo- big black bovine bull. creature that it was in the road he drove through it you know i find that really amazing because growing up in the country rural areas if there's ever a loose cow or bull out in the road there's no one even even a 250 pound heifer or calf anybody that drives around out there does not want to hit one of those because it'll total out your vehicle i had a family member that did that it's even worse if you hit a hog you'll automatically flip <laughs> yeah low center of gravity well it'll send you flying yes and so yeah him going through it him saying that he went through it that's a that's just that's really creepy that's just that's wow crazy. so folks yeah. You know what? It's been not, it's been fun. Uh, always, yeah, I, I I enjoy. Coming I know here we could talk. go we could go on all we night. We could talk. We could talk some more. But now, you know, uh, well, since we can't go on all night, well, I guess we better just wrap it up. And uh, hey, man, won't you do us a favor and throw that email out there that's again? Right, we want right. to hear your f- stories, you folks. Uh, yes, folks, it's doswolfman eighty eight at gmail dot com. Once again, doswolfman. 88 at gmail.com and i, I want to say something just because i'm it's called das wolfman does not mean that i am a wolfman i've actually been asked twice now if i'm a wolf <laughs> i'm a wolfman and no, you never know maybe in a former life well you never know there was a guy that sent me and my brother a video of himself huffing and puffing and uh you know and was like i'm gonna turn into a werewolf and then he leaves the screen and nothing happened <laughs> I told that story to vic and vic just thought it was funny and we were <laughs> laughing like you know and yeah <laughs> it was somebody that messaged me one day about that you never would ever happen to that guy and i'm like i don't know but i hope he's far away from me <laughs> yeah well we well you, unfortunately you didn't get it on video well i well there's a video of him running off the screen <laughs> well that's it but you didn't see the transformation <laughs> so. so folks good night good day wherever you're wherever you're at uh that's all from paranormal round table paranormal round table three words three words three words three words that's Paranormal. that'll get us that will get us to pop up right up at the top of your search list on YouTube. And we can't say it enough. Send us your stories. We want to hear. We want to hear your encounter and and if you don't want to tell it, that's great. We'll tell it. Wolf here is just a way of telling your story and no we're not trying to throw it out of proportion. We're going to tell your story. We're going to tell your story. So with that said, have a good night. Signing off.